In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real American boys! So we wrapped up today, as you saw. Um, I think that the statement that Mr. Bannon made through me is very important because he made it, not because I said it. He wanted it at all times. He wanted to testify before Congress. He told them from the very first letter he would comply if they go before a judge, and the judge orders him. No orders that the executive privilege wasn't valid. As simple as that. Not someone who thought he was above the law ever. He's not someone who ignored a subpoena at all times he communicated with him. And today he made a statement that once the judge cut out all of the defenses in the case, he wasn't able to ever tell his story. The story of his case is, this is why I said from the first day, I think all of you should think about how it might impact on you. You're a layperson who gets a subpoena and you hire an experienced lawyer. It's not an intuitive process. The lawyer tells you executive privilege has been invoked. You may not comply with that subpoena. Not you have a choice, not think about it. You may not comply. I don't think it's reasonable to expect a non-lawyer especially, but any other person, to then say to the lawyer, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to comply. Mr. Banner respected executive privilege, respects the Constitution, the separation of powers principle. His view was, He's caught in the middle, his hands are tied, and that was the view of his lawyer. It's not his privilege to wait. If it were, he would have spoken. He didn't see him taking the Fifth Amendment privilege before any committee. He told them, go before a judge, judge rules on privilege, I will testify. And so today, that was the same pitch that he made to the court. 
That is, I want to testify because I want to tell the story of this case for other people also. But that wasn't permitted. I think what you saw today is one more time, remarkably, this judge said something. And it, it speaks, it's a great testament to this judge and his humility and his uh, thought process. He said, he acknowledged that he's ruled out the defenses, but on the primary defense of advice of counsel, he said now for about the sixth time that his hands are tied by a Supreme uh, a DC Circuit decision from 1961. Today he said he's not sure that that's right. The other day he said he doesn't think that that decision comports with modern day jurisprudence on willfulness and frankly not even with the traditional standard, but that he's bound by that case. It's going to make it very interesting going forward in this case. Thank you very much. One, one last thing. I just want to make sure everybody understands. Of any person in the Trump administration, Stephen K. Bannon has testified, what, 30 hours in front of the Mueller Commission, I think 20 hours in front of Schiff in the House Intelligence Commission, the House Intelligence Committee in the SCIF, and then in front of the Senate Intelligence. I think over 50 hours of testimony, every time the exact same way. Executive privilege, lawyers engaged, they worked it out, and every time, every single time, more than anybody else in the Trump administration, and quite frankly, even McGahn and Rice, those guys aggregate, Stephen K. Bannon testified. So you heard it laid out today. See you guys tomorrow. We love you. By the way, by the way, by the way, one last thing. I stand with Trump and the Constitution. I stand with Trump and the Constitution. And as much as I enjoyed that young lady screaming, there's always one of those in a crowd, isn't there? There's always a screamer that needs to be heard. And I get it. Everybody's on... uh, you know, everybody's on high alert. Everybody is, is, is extremely uh, passionate about what's going on right now. And I know that was hard to hear. And there were other clips that I could have played you. I could have played you clips from MSNBC, but I'm not going to do that. I could have played you clips from CNN, but I'm not going to do that. So I chose to play you the clip that was from the Getter Live. And I want to give a big shout out to Bobby over at Getter. I want to give a big shout out to Jason Miller over at Getter too. You guys are doing great things over there. But the great thing about what, what you just heard right there is that nothing is going to happen to Bannon because of this. It will never happen. There's nothing he did wrong. He did everything correctly, and he's going to go after them like hell hath no fury like a Bannon scorned. How about that? Everybody, go to Bannon's page and let him know that Jeremy Harrell said hell hath no fury like a Bannon scorned. Now, I titled today's show something different than I normally would do. All right? I said, what is our blueprint? Fight like hell. Fight like hell. And I apologize for saying that, but that's exactly what we need to do. We need to fight like hell. If we do not fight, if we do not continue to keep our foot on the gas, much like we did since November 4th until now, then we can just look at everything that we've done and watch it go by the wayside. So we're going to fight. Speaking of fighting, let's go quickly and and highlight Project Veritas and uh, James O'Keefe fighting CNN. James O'Keefe fighting CNN, Stephen K. Bannon fighting the January 6th commission. One thing that, uh, one thing that CNN uh, can say is, uh, is that they're, they're making a conscious effort to fire everybody there that's put themselves in this position, but it's not good enough. Check this out from, uh, from Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. <clears throat> You don't know who I am? I sued your network CNN for defamation. Do you remember that? You guys said on the air that uh, we did some things that weren't true. Went to federal court. 
starting to see companies crack down to try to stop the spread of misinformation and to hold some people who are spreading it accountable. Brian, for example, Twitter has suspended the account of Project Veritas, a conservative actionist, uh, activist organization. At least that's how they they couch themselves. False. You're for CNN? I'm on a call. You're on a call right now? Charlie Chester at CNN uh, made some statements that you were trying to get Trump out of office. Is Charlie, is Charlie still employed by CNN? Our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was. Do you agree with Charlie's statements? She said it's very straightforward. The president fired uh, the FBI director. It's simple. No, it's not simple because that's the man that's overseeing the investigation into his campaign's ties with Russia. You were on the phone call that I recorded. You're unmuted. Hey, Jeff Zucker, are you there? Hey, yes. this is James O'Keefe. So everybody in light of that, I think what we'll do is we'll We'll set up a, a, a new system. Why do you guys have a symbiotic relationship with the people in the government? And FBI sources told us that they have your network on in all the bureaus, the FBI. Every single intelligence squad has a SCIF, a sensitive compartmented information facility. That's a place where you can look at secret documents. Every single one I've ever been in always had CNN on. Why do you guys not investigate the federal government? Imagine how bad it must be when there's literally nothing that you can say right now. Not, no utterance of yours. See, these people have a lot to say when they're on their own platforms. These people have a lot to say when they're trying to hurt and screw somebody else over. But they don't have a lot to say when they're confronted. And James O'Keefe is, uh, is going to appeals court. Uh, to, to, to continue this lawsuit with CNN. You've got Stephen K. Bannon also continuing uh, his case against the January 6th committee and their sham that they've, uh, that they've conducted, that sham investigation they conducted and the people's lives that they're ruining. Pres President Donald Trump gave us the blueprint a long time ago and that was never let these people destroy you, never apologize to them because your apology means nothing to them and always fight like H-E double hockey sticks. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. You're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Thank you very much. It's a blessing to be here. All glory go to God, and thank you for God for putting me in this position. I very, very, very much cherish uh, this this trust that you guys put in me and the trust that the Lord puts in me. And now today, God weighed on me for whatever reason, I didn't know at the time, to uh, in between shows to spend some time reading Timothy. I don't know what it is, but it was weighing on my heart to go read Timothy. And, er, and in between shows today, I got a chance to do that. And immediately, immediately, I understood why God had me go read Timothy. Because if he's going to trust me with the word to you, I can never, A, get lackadaisical with it, and I always need to understand exactly what I'm reading to pass on to you. Because if I don't, it's more, it's more harm than it is good. And yes, we do read from devotional books, but we always go to where that devotional was, pat, was pulled from, from the real word of God. And if, uh, if ever I get out of line, I just need you guys to reel me back in. That's why we're all here. All right? July 21st, year of our Lord, 2021. Don't be afraid to be happy. This very moment is the right time to enjoy me. So come boldly into my presence saying, Jesus, I choose to enjoy you here, now, and forever. Psalm 144.15 tells us, 
Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. And from Psalm 46.10, Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Everything that we're doing right now is just so that we can provide a better place for our children to grow up to, uh, grow up in and to secure an environment where they can comfortably worship and praise God without having to look over their shoulder of being persecuted, prosecuted, or killed because of it. But ultimately, ladies and gentlemen, all of this doesn't matter. This is the only thing that matters, okay? Before you, go, uh, before you turn out the light tonight, you can let down and be happy in these closing moments of your day. All because you are mine. That is something that we should rejoice in constantly. The fact that we are his. The fact that we are his. It's an incredible thing. And uh, it's one thing to have me sit here and say it. It's another thing to actually feel it. Please remove your hat if you are wearing one this evening. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together. And think about the blood that was spilled at the foot of that cross. So that you and I could be here doing this today. And even having an opportunity to get to heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And you youngsters that are watching out there around the world right now, depending on if you're on the East Coast and the West Coast, you might be sleeping. Just remember, listen to your parents, honor and obey your parents. Don't look at church as something boring. Look at church as an opportunity to learn something because what we hand you will be the best America that we have ever seen. That's our goal. Go to our first commercial break here on RAV, Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. If you're watching on social media, please share. If you're watching on TV, we will be right back right after this. Thank you guys very much. I want to, uh, I want to say thank you to a few people before we give some live shout-outs. If you want a shout-out, let me know who you are and where you're from so we can get your name out there. First of all, I got to say a big shout-out to Mary from Nevada. She said she hasn't had a shout-out for a long time. Mary from Nevada, we love you. God bless you. Thank you. Susan and Michael Bergen, thank you for the card and the donation. Bonnie and Daniel Ackman, thank you for the note and the donation. Rod and Pam Burning for the thank you card. Thank you as well. And your donation. And Mary D'Agostino, who is constantly, constantly in touch with me and my wife here, which we love very much uh, for the card and the donation. We also got around to answering some emails today, quite a bit of them. So please check and see if you had an email to us that there is a response to you. And folks, um, you can also get Rumble through Fire Stick now. So I believe if you have a Fire Stick, uh, Amazon Fire Stick unit, you can actually download uh, Rumble and watch Rumble right through there. We've got, um, who do we got here? Jeremy, Tim from Michigan, Jamie from California. How are you? I'm reading Rumble right now. I'll go over to get her in a second. Um, Ruth from Kansas. Good to see you. Lucy from Florida. Alicia from West Virginia. Jean is in the building. Lacey, good to see you. Kimberly from Delaware. Shout out to you. Jean from Clearwater. Christine from Minnesota. Is that Christine Caramo? She's coming on tomorrow. It might just be her. 
Sally, how you doing from Sally Jackie from Yuma, Arizona? We've got Darlene from Michigan. Lisa Naquin is in the building. Deb from Illinois. I love all these familiar names. Jim from Minnesota. Brad Burgess is watching. How you doing, Brad? Good to see you. Helen Miller from Indiana. Thank you, Helen. Mike and Donna from South Carolina. Good to see you. Sean, Vicky from Missouri. God bless you. Now I'm going to jump over to Getter. So if you're on Getter and you want you, uh, you want a shout out, let me know who you are. Zachary White. How you doing, man? Janet from Florida. Good to see you. We've got Leslie, my, my neighbor to the south. How you doing? Ashley from Colorado is watching on Getter. Thomas Hamaker, my brother from Uvalde. We've got Wanda. Good to see you. Laura Kidd. Hello. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Katie63. Can we have a shout out? Kevin and Kathy. Kevin and Kathy, you get your shout out. God bless you. Deplorable Dan is in the building. How you doing? From Shelbyville, Indiana. Barb from Kind Embroidery. Ruby Hines. A couple more here. Let's say hello to Linda. Is that Linda? Linda from Minnesota. Good to see you. And one more, Miguel Ortiz. How you all doing? Good to see you. Please repost if you are on Getter and share out the Rumble link if you're on Rumble. Let's get back to it. We got a packed show. And it's not all bad news. I know somebody said they saw bad news. It's not all bad news. We got a lot of fighting in here. A lot of good news. A lot of good news. How you doing, Helen Miller? Good to see you from Indiana. Thank you for joining in. Here we go. And you're back right here on Real America's Voice News, Real News, Honest Views, LFA TV, LFA Family, RAV people. I mean, I'm telling you, does it get any better than that? Does it get any better with these like-minded, patriotic, red, white, and blue people? I don't think so. I don't think so. Before we get to the first and foremost section, I do want to uh, read a couple emails here. Gary Roth says, Jeremy, you're incredible. I didn't print that out. My producer did. I wouldn't have been that vain. I said I'm the humble hip-hop patriot. Jeremy, you're incredible. You're the new Rush Limbaugh. Wow, big shoes to fill. That will never happen, but I appreciate that. Uh, But much more energetic and inspiring in my opinion. Thank you. Your passion blows me away, and I thank you, and God bless you for what you're doing. Keep up the good work. I did not read that before the show, but I trusted my producer. However, I did read this one. I'm not going to say names or where, but this morning I arrived at my work, Lockheed Martin. We were told during our morning meeting that a mask requirement at work is going to be reinstated per the CDC guidelines. And it seems that there's a high rating here of of COVID, so we're going to have to go back to masking. I have no idea what's true or what the fake account or if what the fake count might be. I refused to put on my mask and I was asked to leave. No one can say how long this uh, this idiocy will last. I pray not long. I don't have a lot of savings. I have a girlfriend. I have two children. I have bills to pay. And after leaving my work site, I took off my T-shirt and cut it, which had the logo of Lockheed and attached as the picture. I'm not going to put the picture out there. But ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to have it happen again. We Americans are not going to allow the lockdown to happen again. And it's all going to start with the masks. And it's all going to start with making you do it right there at your work. We're going to have to make a stand somewhere, folks. There's help wanted signs everywhere. Walk away from any job, even a career. A career is just another name for a job, a fancy name of saying you're a slave for that much longer. Free yourself from that kind of stuff. And if you have to, go out and make a living somewhere else. I know that's a lot easier said than done, but you're an American and you have the strength to do it. Stand up to these people. Here we go. First and foremost section, lift your cups up. We're going to start and pretty much finish today in the great state of Wisconsin. And we're going to go to the beautiful 
and mostly patriotic state of Wisconsin right now, because as you see, more and more precautions are being taken in each and every one of these states in order to stop election fraud coming in 2022 uh, beyond the primaries, but into the general election of 2022 here in this midterm season. So there's a lot of things that are happening. You've got people in, in Washington state banding together and putting together 24-hour round-the-clock surveillance teams around ballot drop boxes, videotaping them nonstop to make sure there's no nefarious action there. And you've got Democrats shrieking and screaming to the sky in horror because that means that the people they pay to create those, um, to, to uh, actually commit those crimes and commit those felonies will be caught. So you have precautions like this going on at an individual citizen level all over the country right now, and that's a very, very smart thing to do. Okay, but you also have a lot of state legislations, the Senate and the House of Representatives in each one of these states also doing a lot as well. And they're trying to do that again here in Wisconsin, especially with the rhinos they have there. They don't they might not have as many rhinos as Arizona, but they do have a lot that they need to get rid of. And so these Republican parties and these individuals county by county are doing whatever they possibly can. And the GOP in multiple counties in the great state of Wisconsin and around the, uh, around the country, to be honest with you, has voted to decertify the 2020 election. And now Robin Voss, the rhino there, the rhino speaker of the House there in Wisconsin, has said on record that if fraud was proven overwhelming to have happened in the 2020 election, then he would look at actual decertification. But it would be very hard to do that unless proven in a court of law. Well, the highest court in the state, the state Supreme Court, ruled that the drop boxes were completely illegal, they should have never happened, and they cannot happen going forward in that capacity. There was over 500 drop boxes. And now various groups across the county, or the country, excuse me, are voting to decertify the 2020 election. You've got Republicans passing resolutions to not, um, to not recognize Joey Applesauce as a legitimate president. And yet, Speaker Robin Voss in Wisconsin, who has the duty to decertify the election, continues to do nothing. And now you've got multiple counties in the state of Wisconsin who have voted county by county, excuse me, more than not, to decertify this election. And Robin Voss still says no, even in the wake of the Supreme Court ruling there that the drop boxes were, are, and will continue to be illegal. GOP counties in South Carolina are also calling for decertification. More counties than not. In Arizona, the audit results included hundreds of thousands of issues in a state given to Biden by 10,000 votes, and yet the GOP legislature will not decertify. New Mexico County Commissioner Coy Griffin voted to decertify the 2020 election, and he was arrested the same day for protesting the stolen election. Communist and Marxist acts like these cause others to cower in fear. One individual afraid to do the right thing and decertify the election results in Wisconsin is Rhino, Speaker of the House, Robin Voss. He simply will not act to bring justice back to the United States election system despite material issues invalidating the election in his state and a complete investigation that showed that the Wisconsin Election Commission committed multiple felonies, at least five of the six there. You want to know why these people are not doing anything? Because people aren't showing up wherever they are like they're doing with Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Clarence Thomas. People aren't showing up at, his, at the restaurants he goes out to. People aren't showing up at his public events and his public function speaking. 
People think people are giving this man enough power to for him to believe, much like Mike uh, Mike uh, Pence, Judas uh, Pence, that the Republican Party, the GOP, still has enough power to overcome the GNP and still has enough power to keep Donald Tra- J. Trump at bay. And Donald J. Trump even said just two days ago. So what's Speaker Robin Voss doing in the great? On the great Wisconsin Supreme Court ruling declaring hundreds of thousands of Dropbox votes to be illegal. This is not a time for him to hide, but a time for him to act. I don't know his opponent in the upcoming primary, but feel very certain that he will do well if Speaker Voss does not move with gusto. Robin, don't let the voters of Wisconsin down, says President Trump. I think we all need to take cues from President Trump. When I say it's time to take take cues from President Trump, what I'm really saying is this. Let's light them up starting tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. And every single day, we are going to light Robin Voss up here for the next week. Tomorrow on the morning show, we're going to light him up here. Phone calls, emails, whatever. And we're going to do that every single morning show. Monday through Friday next week. And we're going to see how many thousands of people we can get calling him. Because, and you'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell because if you're one of the thousands that call his office, you're going to get a uh, secretary who's like, yeah, we've been getting so many calls. Yeah. And you're going to get a lot more. And you're going to get a lot more. I also want each and every one of you by the thousands to try to get him on this show. I want him on this show. I want to speak to him directly on this show. I'll even fly out there and speak to him directly face-to-face if I have to. Let's make it happen, Cap'n. We need to get more vocal. We need to get more voices out there holding these people accountable like we used to last year here on Life from America. Time to put the pedal to the metal. Now, ladies and gentlemen, moving on from that, it seems like Brandon is down, cackling Kamala Harris is cackling, and Hillary is watching intently. What does that mean? Well, folks, it seems Joe Biden is actually suffering from a new variant. Now, this new variant is very hard to say. It's called Kant's Almighty's vote. Kant's Almighty vote. Excuse me. This is hard to say. Kant's Alzheimer's 19. That's what it is. Kant's Alzheimer's 19. He's suffering from cancer, Alzheimer's, and COVID-19 all at once. Whatever shall we do? Now, you heard Joe Biden say yesterday that he grew up and all of his friends all had cancer growing up. And Delaware had the highest cancer rate of anybody in the United States of America. So it seems like Joe Biden has had cancer since he's been a kid. He's also got COVID-19 or AKA the flu now. But don't worry. Don't worry. He seems to be okay. He put out a video for all of his supporters out there that couldn't fill up five circles. He put out a video. He wants you to know that he's okay. That Kamala Harris should calm down. She's not taking over the reins that quickly. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is Joe Biden letting you know that He's going to be okay because, you know, he's, he's got hairy, hairy, hairy legs. Hey, folks, guess you heard. This morning I tested positive for COVID. But I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Symptoms are mild. And, uh, and I really appreciate your inquiries and your concerns. But I'm doing well. I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm going to continue to get it done. And, uh, and in the meantime, thanks for your concern. And keep the faith. It's going to be okay. Keep the faith. It's going to be okay. I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm going to... I'm going to beat this can't all Simovid 19 all three of them because I wear bomber jackets 
and I wear those sunglasses, and baby, I never felt so strong. I'm double vaccinated, and I'm double boosted. That means that that man has had a needle, maybe, stuck in his arm how many times, and he still got COVID. (laughs) Hey, remember a year ago when Biden said that if you're not going to get COVID, I mean, you're not going to get COVID if you get these vaccines? Oh, it happened, folks. It happened. He said it. Check this out. This is Biden a year ago saying you're not going to get COVID if you get the vaccine. There's, you're OK. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah, you're OK. Come on, man. You're going to be OK. You're not going to even get COVID if you have these vaccinations. I wonder if that was taken down on social media everywhere. Or how about let's go even a flashback even farther when Joe Biden masked up looking ridiculous, called President Trump reckless for catching COVID. He did. You deserve a president who understands what you're going through, who sees you where you are and where you want to be. The last thing you need is a president who ignores you, looks down upon you, who just doesn't understand who in God's name we are. That's President Trump. His reckless personal conduct since his diagnosis. The destabilizing effect it's having on our government is unconscionable unconscionable he didn't take the necessary precautions to protect himself or others (laughs) the longer donald trump is president the more reckless he gets how can we trust him to protect this country (laughs) well i'll tell you one thing he did a heck of a lot better job than you're doing and if you remember that that uh that speech when he had six people in circles all those horns that you heard honking those were trump supporters by the way Now, I said that Kathleen Kamala is waiting and Hillary Clinton is is watching. What did I mean by that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Hillary Clinton posted this today. She posted this on Twitter. And it was was really weird because she posted it just merely like an hour or so after Joe Biden was uh, said that he had COVID. And do you want to know what the picture caption was on the move 1992? And there's been a lot of talk about Hillary running again. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this once. Hillary Clinton, please run for president again. I would really like to be a part of that again. Please run and lose again so you can write another book called What Happened To? And you have no idea what's going on. Please run again. See, Hillary Clinton got really upset because they, uh, the Democrats actually worked hard and stole the election for Joe Biden. And she's like, why didn't they steal, election? Why didn't they steal the election for me against Trump? And now that she knows that there's ways to steal an election, she might just rear her ugly head again. Oh, I hope not, but I hope so. But I hope not, because I don't want to see her face. But I hope so, because I want to see her lose. Anyway, let me know what you think in the comments section. Share the video, and we'll be right back right after this. Oh, Hillary, please run again. Please run again. I would love to see that. But if you get that COVID vaccine, folks, you will not get... COVID, said Joe Biden. And you're reckless if you don't. You're also reckless if you catch COVID again. So, but he's going to be okay. Brandon's down, but he's going to be okay. Biden can't keep himself from getting COVID. He can't. Not, he can be boosted a billion times, and he's just going to get COVID again. Just going to get COVID again. And now they're reporting the first case of polio in New York in decades. Yeah, I know. You want to know why? People coming across that southern border. That's why. That's why. People coming across that southern border. Unbelievable. 
<laughs> anyway, here we go. Let's come back from this uh, short commercial break. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. And by the way, folks, you can get Rumble, which you can watch all of Live from America, anything that we do, not just the evening show, uh, on Fire Stick. So if you don't have the Rumble app and you're not following us on the Rumble and you haven't gone to JeremyHarrell.com and scroll down and click the Rumble link to shoot you over to our Rumble page, then why don't you uh, check us out on Fire Stick Rumble and at least watch us there. Big shout out to the people at Rumble and Getter. Great people, and they've looked out for us quite a lot here on Live from America. Now, Trump has said a lot lately that we are going to oversee the retiring of Nancy Pelosi once and for all. He said this three times in the last two months. He has said that we are going to hand Nancy Pelosi her retirement, and we're going to see her go off in the sunset. He has said we're going to take that gavel right out of Nancy Pelosi's hands, and he said that she... The last thing that she sees is us coming into power before she's gone. That's what Trump has said about Nancy Pelosi lately. Now, this woman is definitely cunning. Stretch face Armstrong. Drunk punch drunk Pelosi. She's definitely cunning. She's definitely smart. But she's also very sleazy and very fake and very evil. Especially when she showed off her $12,000 worth of gourmet ice cream while you and I were locked down, suffering, trying to see if we could even make it past Friday. Now, this woman has made a bulk of her money in the stock market. She's not made a bulk of her money for her income from being Speaker of the House or a Congresswoman. A bulk of her and her husband's money has come from the stock market. This is why not only should we have term limits for politicians at a federal level, but we should also uh, create a law banning anybody from trading stocks while they are an elected official. It seems to me like that is a massive conflict of interest, and it seems to me like banning any elected official from trading stocks is the smart, common sense thing to do. I don't care which party that you belong to. If you agree with that, share the video and give me a comment and let me know if you agree with that. Term limits and no to stock trading. This woman has made millions and millions of dollars off trading uh, stocks. And it just so happens that her and her husband seem to make the most astounding and amazing purchases of stock right before something big happens, which causes them to, to, to just increase their wealth by millions of dollars. And it makes you, it begs the question, why didn't you just go work for a stock firm? Why didn't you just go work for Merrill Lynch? Why didn't you go work for one of these big banks? Why didn't you go work for one of these big hedge fund companies? It seems to me like you guys have got it figured out. Now, she was pressed on this, not hard enough, but she was pressed on this by a member of the press. Today, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, stretch face Armstrong, Denied her husband has ever made stock purchases or sales based on information that she's received from her. How many of you believe that? How many of you are married? And how many of you tell your wife or husband literally everything about your life and your job? How many of you believe that her husband has never taken cues from her as to which stock he should go buy? Raise your hand and let me know. Now, the question was, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on info received from you? 
This was asked today. She said, no, absolutely not. Okay, thank you. As she pushed the microphone down and walked away. Why do, these le- why do we let these people get away with that? Why do we let them get away with that without pressing them harder on these questions? Again, if these reporters cared anything about their journalistic integrity rather than whether they're not or not they're going to be allowed in that room tomorrow, we'd have a better country, ladies and gentlemen. Check out this tomfoolery by punch drunk Pelosi, the elitist. Yes, sir. I think we have to go now. One more, he said. Yes, sir. Uh, over the course of your career, uh, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information used? What are you saying? Uh, over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you received from you? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Looking like a banana left out in the sun all day on a 400 degree day, just <laughs> sweltering hot day, and uh, and she's all bruised up. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, are you kidding me? Nancy Pelosi backs the Chips Plus bill, a 52 billion dollar semiconductor bill, and her and her husband make all the money off of it. Paul Pelosi, the husband of Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Bought up to $5 million in stock option in the computer chip company back in June. Paul Pelosi bought anywhere between $1 to $5 million in NVIDIA stock options. How is this possible that these people are allowed to do this without getting caught and going to prison? I can tell you how. It is the dirty, dirty, deep, sewer-dwelling swamp. It is so deep, and Donald J. Trump, there was no way he was going to drain it or empty it on his own, which is why I'm glad that we're back with him this time, and we're all getting involved much, much different than the way we got involved and how we were able to fight in 2016. It's going to be an absolute political bloodbath, a red wave that comes through and smacks these blue donkeys in the face like concrete. Again, raise your hand if you think there should be term limits and that we should sign a law banning anybody in a federally elected position from trading stocks on the stock market. Let me know what you think. Now, cancel culture. If we're going to can we're speaking of canceling them from ab- from being able to uh to to trade stocks and make money that way, well cancel culture is still happening all over this country, folks. Now, we're pretty much cancel free. We've went through our cancel uh, culture battle. We were, la- we were completely banned from Facebook for life, banned from YouTube for life, banned from Twitter for life, banned from PayPal for life, banned from Spotify uh, podcasts for life, banned from T-shirt companies for life. Thank you, Jesus. We are now cancel culture free. There is nothing you can do to lie from America. However, there is something that they can still do to Hollywood actors There is something they can do to comedians. There is something they can do to athletes who dare to speak out against this Marxist, communist, liberal, global, progressive agenda. If you speak out of line, you will be canceled. Now, it's already happened to comedian Dave Chappelle once over his Netflix series. And ladies and gentlemen, it happened again, this time because of Antifa. A Minnesota theater has canceled Dave Chappelle's comedy show over a petition with, get this, just a hundred and 25 pathetic signatures and threats from Antifa. This is getting ridiculous. 
A, Minis a Minneapolis music venue canceled a performance by comedian Dave Chappelle just hours, just hours before he was set to go on stage. Imagine if you had had tickets to that. The venue, First Venue, had received, it's called First Venue, had received a petition signed by just 125 people, but also threats from Antifa. And First Venue put out a tweet saying, we hear you. Tonight's show has been canceled at First Venue and is moving to the Varsity Theater. See our full statement for, uh, for more. And here's the full statement. To staff, artists, and our community, we hear you and we are sorry. If that isn't cowardice at the highest level, I don't know what is. We know we must hold ourselves to a higher standard. And we know that we let you down. <laughs> oh, my lanta. I can't even stand reading this stuff. We are just a block box with people in it. And we understand that, for, uh, that First Avenue is not just a room, but, a me but meaningful beyond our walls. The First Avenue team and you have worked hard to make our venues the safest place in the country, and we will continue with that mission. We believe in diverse voices and the freedom of artistic expression, but in honoring that, we lost sight of the impact that this would have. We know that, that there are some who will not agree with this decision, and you are welcome to send feedback. If you are a ticket holder... Look for an email with the information on your ticket transferring to the show at Varsity Theater. We are very sorry. <laughs> oh, my lanta. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to you crybaby cowards who, who literally back down to Antifa. Are you kidding me? Are you literally kidding me right now? Most of these Antifa people are 475 pounds and can't move without one of those Walmart carts as it is, or their legs are no bigger round than your wrist, and they're out there screaming in the tightest clothes possible. Are you kidding me? But that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you get. Cancel culture at its finest. Now, speaking of cancel culture, I literally have a story for you that I could not wait to get to. And that is the ultimate cancel. The ultimate cancel. CNN Plus, that's canceled. <laughs> Chris Cuomo, he's canceled. But, here, but you will be, you'll be very happy to know, folks, that Chris Cuomo will sit down for his first nationally televised interview since getting canceled from CNN, who canceled its streaming service because everybody canceled them. By the way... How's, uh, what's that guy's, do uh, Wallace, Chris Wallace, how's he doing? Has he been canceled yet? Anyway, fired CNN anchor, disgraced Chris Cuomo, is slated to make a return to national TV next week. Pundit and legal commentator Dan Abrams, host of Primetime Show on the startup can, uh, cable channel news station, um, <laughs> News Nation, excuse me, will air a taped interview with former CNN anchor Chris Cuomo. Who was fired by CNN for being such a loser? Look, you know what? I would never promote this any way, shape, or form. Look at this. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him coming up out of his basement. <laughs> I would never promote this any way, shape, or form. But I'm probably going to watch this interview only for the simple fact that he is going to put, he is going to throw CNN under the bus so badly because they fired him. So I can't wait to see uh, two Marxist, liberal, progressive 
ideologies going head-to-head against each other. It's like trying to figure out who the smartest, stupid moron is in the room. I guarantee you one of them's going to win, and it'll probably be Chris Cuomo. I bet you can't wait, right? I bet you're like, ooh, I can't wait. I just want to hear dirt on CNN, I'm not going to lie. Maybe Project Veritas can get an interview with him. I don't know. We'll be right back. Oh, I cannot wait to see what he says about CNN. Is he doing a cooking show? (laughs) Oh, you mean Chris Cuomo? Chris Choma? (laughs) Oh, that's going to be funny, huh? Let me go over and see what the Getter family is saying. Cuomo needs to be on LFA. Oh, my Lanta. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine if we could get an interview with Chris Cuomo? That would be the best interview of all time. Heard a big journalist had had to find a regular job. Didn't get his name, though. <laughs> oh, I bet he'll get paid a pretty penny to go on. Look, nobody cares what he has to say outside of, of dirt on CNN. That's the only reason he's going. You think that, it's, you think that these people are going to pay him for him to come and give his riveting testimony on what being in Ukraine was like? Nobody cares about that. I want to watch it just for what he says about Jeff Zucker at CNN. Why watch stuff like that when our country is so bad? Just so we can get dirt on CNN. You know he's going to tell us stuff that even Project Veritas doesn't know. I can't wait. I can't wait. So that we can dig deeper into uh, breaking down CNN. Look, if there's anybody that wants them to fail, it's him. He's a loser, but I can't wait to see what he says about the loser company that he worked for. I think it's going to be funny. Anyway, let's come back from this break. Get right back to it. All right, folks, right back here on Live from America. And you know what? There are some very valid questions. There's some very valid questions in the uh, comment section. Why would you watch anything like that? And I agree. Why would we? The only reason I'm watching it is because the only reason anybody's paying that loser any money to come on their network and to talk about anything, it's because it's going to be dirt on CNN. And like I said in the commercial break, uh, it's going to be dirt that even Project Veritas doesn't have. So I can't wait to watch these two eat each other up and spit each other out for us to come by and just sweep up and throw in the garbage. That's the only reason I'm interested in it. But anyway, speaking of these dirty sewer-dwelling swamp donkey Democrats, uh, let's talk about what they did in the House. Because House Democrats uh, just passed a right-to-contraceptive bill. A right to contraception, uh, uh, contraception act, I should say. The House today passed a right to contraception act that attempts to create a federal right to obtain birth control following the Supreme Court recently striking down Roe v. Wade case that, uh, that for decades provided a constitutional right to abortion. Now, the vote in the Democrat-controlled chamber was 228 to 195. Most Republicans voted against the bill, while just eight voted in favor of it. Now, while, look, from a Christian point of view, uh, probably any kind of contraception is probably not right, okay? I'm not against contraception. I'm against abortion. But I am against contraception at a federal level. This has nothing to do with the Constitution. It has nothing to do with anything about our, fa- our founding fathers and the Federalist Papers and the base of this country and our foundation of this country. It's a state issue. It is a state issue. So if you voted for this, if you were in the House of Representatives and you voted for this, then you should be called out. Now, Matt Gates voted against it, even though he said, I support contraception. Con- this is his quote. Contraception likely needs protection 
from Congress more than it needs protection by Congress. If there is any entity that you do not want involved in your contraception choices, it's the federal government. Now, I couldn't agree more. It's the federal government. We need to get the federal government out of everything. We need to declare our our independence from the federal government at all costs, no matter what. Now, House Majority Whip Steny Hoyer said the Republicans' lack of support for this bill was part of an extremist agenda. Days after 157 House Republicans voted against codifying the right to equal marriage for same-sex and interracial couples, they are at it again, voting to advance their far-right extremist agenda that would criminalize access to reproductive health care in all 50 states, he tweeted. Now, do you want to know who the Republicans are who voted for this? Well, Representative Liz Cheney from Wyoming, Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania, John Katko from New York, Anthony Gonzalez from Ohio, Adam Kinzinger from Illinois, Nancy Mace of South Carolina, Maria Elvira Salazar of Florida, and Fred Upton, of course, of Michigan. These Republicans are voting to give federal government power over your individual body and your individual rights in your individual states where they have no right to be there. That is why this is a big deal. Because this is just giving the federal government more power over you, and that should not be the way it is. This is a state issue. In a separate concurring opinion on the Roe v. Wade decision, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote that the high court should reconsider its decision on contraception and same-sex marriage, which is coming down the pipe, just so you know. But again, those are your Republicans voting to give the federal government more power over state issues, which should not be the case. If you live in those states, and I said those names, light them up, folks. Light them up too. They deserve it just as much as anyone else. Now, I want to go back to Wisconsin because I told you that we were going to start and end with Wisconsin. And Wisconsin lawmakers, in an attempt again to stop any kind of election fraud coming in the midterms, they killed the plan to allow election clerks to cure errant ballots. This is, again, big news. This is big news again. The long battle between Republican lawmakers and Wisconsin elections commissions is not showing any signs of ending anytime soon. And this is why the Wisconsin legislation needs to put its foot down. But how are they supposed to do that with a loser like Robin Voss? The latest came yesterday when the legislators joint committee for the review of administration rules killed an emergency rule from the elections commission. This is good news that would have allowed local election clerks to correct mistakes on voters' absentee ballots, a process otherwise known as curing. And that happened rampantly throughout the United States in 2020. Too many people were allowed to kick ballots to somebody who was allowed to cure them, a.k.a. change the votes for mistakes. How do you know if it's a mistake or not? That's what I want to know. How do you know if it's a mistake or not? This is just another avenue of fraud, and I applaud the Wisconsin legislation for putting a stop to this. Specifically, the commission said clerks don't have the contact voters, have to contact voters, and could instead rely on their own information to fill in missing pieces or addresses. Chairman Senator Steve Nass, a Republican from Whitewater, said the problem is not allowing clerks to fill in missing information. Rather, the problem is that the election commission is ignoring current state law. 
State law is very clear. If a certificate is flawed, the clerks have two choices. One is to send it back to the voter or set it aside and not count it. That's in the law, Nass explained. The WEC is trying to define, here's what we can do with the clerks, and you can't do that. Nass said if the election commission or anyone else wants to allow clerks to make changes on absentee ballots, they need to go through the legislature and change the law. Just like Rudy Giuliani said when he was making his tour across the United States and pointed out to the very ignorant, very ignorant state legislation that you have this power and no one else. It's in the law. Democratic lawmakers, however, said rejecting the election commission's proposed changes means that some voters will see their votes erased. Yeah, do it right, or guess what? It goes bye-bye. It's not that difficult. Can I go into the, to the DMV and, 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 and fill out half the form and say, just take it? It is what it is. The DMV is never going to allow that. They're never going to allow that. Can I go to the post office and send out something but only have half the address on there? They're not going to ship it out. They're not going to allow that. It's common sense. So big shout out to the Republican legislature there for killing that ballot curing idea. Because for right now, folks, they're not going to be allowed to do that. Now, I do see the Democrats fighting this back. But long story short, right now, they're not going to be allowed to do that. It's either going to, go have, to, it's going to have to go back to the voter or it's going to have to be not counted, period. Those are your choices. Either go back to the voter or not counted. Again, I applaud these state legislators for getting together and making sure they're doing whatever they possibly can to make sure that this amount of fraud does not happen in their state again. One more commercial break, and we will be right back. I want to show you a video from PragerU where it shows cops actually upholding freedom of speech laws on universities. We'll be right back. It's nice when you see police actually going to universities and upholding the law of freedom of speech. Happy birthday to all those out there who didn't get happy birthday wishes today. I love each and every one of you. I fully support birth control. I almost died with my last pregnancy and was scared to have any more, so we use birth control. Look, I said, I, I said it. I much rather would support contraception than I would abortion all day long. Siano says, I was election chair for my union, and if it wasn't filled out correctly, it wasn't counted. Simple. I'm going to actually say that. I'm actually going to come back from this commercial break and say that. By the way, folks, we need about 300 rumbles. If you could help us out to get to that 1,000 rumbles before we end the show, I'd appreciate it. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Live from America. And I just was looking at the chat in Rumble. And somebody said that they used to be an election clerk, and it was very simple. If stuff came in that was not filled out properly, it wasn't counted. Simple. Too bad, so sad if you did it incorrectly. This is a ballot. This is something that should be a priority for you to fill out correctly by law and send back by law. So it's very simple, and I want to thank you for letting me know. Uh, That was Ciano on Rumble. Thank you very much. Now, before we get to this PragerU video, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to this PragerU video, I do want to tell you, and I showed it this morning, I finally got my shipment from Field of Dreams, which is the Brickhouse Nutrition Company, and uh, with that powder, the, uh, the powder that they sent me, three cups of vegetables, three cups of fruit, 
all your daily needs, all natural, no extracts, no preservatives, field of dreams. And ladies and gentlemen, I had the citrus one and it was actually pretty phenomenal. I did the citrus one today and it was pretty phenomenal. So I want to, uh, I just want to show that again, ladies and gentlemen, right here. It is fieldofgreens.com. Go to fieldofgreens. I always say fieldofdreams.com. There's a lot of different kinds there and it's actually not bad. It's actually really good. Really good. And I want to read to you what they say. They say, back in the day, people grew up on what they ate. Fresh vegetables and fruits were the core of our diet, but Americans are busier now than ever. And we eat pre-made food, processed food, fast food, easy stuff, but not very healthy. And full disclosure here, they said, I don't get the doctor recommended six cups of of, uh, veggies and fruits every day. But let me tell you what can help you stay healthy. And that is one scoop of this field of greens in a drink. And it is awesome. And I am going to do the whole, I'm going to do the challenge. I'm going to do the challenge. Physical when I start and physical 30 days later and see the difference. I love this stuff. And I hope, I hope that they send me more free stuff so I don't have to buy it. But if you guys do want to go check it out, go to fieldofgreens.com because if it works, I'm going to continue it. And we do, and we should get our daily fruits and vegetables. It's that simple. I do like hamburgers though, as you can tell as well. Anyway, folks, we're going to get to that PragerU video right now. So this is a, uh, so pra- left the oh, hold on. Will from Prager, from PragerU goes on campus and he starts, you know, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, spreading the word of, uh, of truth and, and, and on the political situation uh, that we find ourselves in. And, of course, a leftist on campus had to freak out, call the campus security, and call the cops and try to get them removed. Big shout-out to PragerU. Check this out, folks. This is awesome. Campus just called campus security on us because apparently we were terrorizing people and riling people up with our dangerous, horrible ideas. Hi, um, there are two people on our campus right here who are with a uh, conservative group who are here to try to fearmonger students. Well, they're going up to students and they're trying to ask them questions and such. The goal. How can we help? Could you remove these two from the campus, please? The reason? Because they're here to fearmonger students and that's not okay. Fearmonger. Yeah. Because these are people who are coming in and instigating and terrorizing our students on this campus and that's not okay. Are they threatening you specifically in any way? They're threatening me with their language, so there's nothing you guys can do? No, sir, that's freedom of speech. I'm trying to figure out what law they're breaking right now. So you t- I'm trying to figure that out. That's why I'm asking you. You just keep, keep giving me ideas, your opinions. And the law is not about opinions, it's about facts. Are we done here, guys? Thank you, guys. Right. Appreciate it. Have a good afternoon. Sorry for offending you. Anyway, thank you. And Will is so nice. Will from PragerU. That was from their Instagram page. Definitely go check it out. But Will, what a nice guy. Sorry for offending you. I, I probably wouldn't have said that. But it was great to see cops actually do their job. It was great to see the cops actually do their job and say, I'm trying to figure out what law he's breaking because it doesn't seem like he's breaking one. That's incredible. Great job, guys. Great, great job. All right, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I appreciate you being here tonight. Uh, Follow the Rumble page. Follow my JeremyHerald.com. Go there today and watch the show tomorrow. We'll be back at 11 a.m. and again in the evening. And folks, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you. Peace.
Captain America. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the repressive America. As long as I'm living and breathing.